This is Off the Break Podcast, presented by Silver Screen Insider. Hi, everyone. We're back at Off the Break Podcast. I thought Can that was you great. Hear my, <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. Can you hear my enthusiasm? I am so exhausted from Vegas. Vegas, baby. But I'm back. Here I am. Oh. And, we're, and we're glad to no, have you No, I can't you blame back. you. I can't. I, it's me, Cody. With me are Kyle and Eric. Hi. <laughs> I forgot to introduce myself. It's going to be fun. <laughs> Just know who I am by this point. Yeah, Cody's, Cody's been gone at CinemaCon all week down oh my in gosh. Las Vegas, and she's paying the price now. It is nonstop. It's like, taking its toll. <laughs> it is. I don't drink that much. I don't eat that much, that mm-hmm. rich of food. And that Vegas has the best food, though. I mean, I everywhere is so good. It's yeah. expensive, but it's good. Yeah. Worth that high price. So much food. So much booze. Do you get to write it off as like business stuff? Well, when you go with people, they usually pay. Oh, there with you go. People. Yeah. Film company yeah, people. people. Cli- mm-hmm. Well, we paid for the clients that we met up with. We didn't let clients pay for us. <laughs> I would have. <laughs> you pay me every day and now pay for this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, we we got the tab then. Did you get the complete Vegas experience? Where was CinemaCon hosted? So CinemaCon is hosted in Caesar's Palace. Ooh. Um, the real Caesar's Palace. It is, Caesar's is huge. Yeah. Um, and all the events and all the film company presentations are done in the Coliseum. This is where Celine Dion has her performances. Elton oh, John had a residency Dion there. Approved. It's so it's like a big, big, big deal. It's big, yeah. And they do a huge screen, Dolby Sound, Dolby Cinema. It's the latest, best technology. So if you're going to see any new trailers or any new yeah. footage, you want to see it there at cinema oh, i'm sure they're they got to make sure everything is perfect for when they present their the stuff they've been yeah. working on that's where they screen some movies too right they did yeah and they screen them in there in well, the coliseum so um at CinemaCon 2019 they screened the film wild rose by mm-hmm. neon got they, a lot of great buzz right yeah yeah I, I heard really good things i had to miss it i had to go to dinner mm-hmm. <laughs> another one another dinner <laughs> the, the the first of many dinners mm-hmm. um and then they screened the next night um late night with emma thompson yep. and Mindy oh that Kaling. amazon studios film amazon studios yep and then the next night they screened blinded by the light which is a warner brothers film um and then on the last day they screened lawn shot with Seth Rogen and Charlize Theron. Mm. Nice. I saw half of it. It was good. I ha- then yep. I had to get on a plane because I was get busting out early. I, I just can't do more than like four days. Yeah. <laughs> Vegas will kill me if I had to do any more than that. Yeah, for sure. Can't blame you on that part. No, but it, you get up early so you can have breakfast meetings and then you... It's how you dine in Vegas. You may have a six o'clock dinner, but you won't get done till like 11 o'clock at night. <laughs> so that's yeah, just... not for me. It's a lot. It's <laughs> a lot. And then there's the trade show and that's on two floors and they had some amazing technology at the trade fair this year. What What is shown at the trade show? That's where like the... The seating companies yeah, are like... all there. All of the latest in, in screens and... Oh, that's so weird. I guess I never really thought about concessions companies. Okay. I guess the I never ones really that help the theaters. I guess I never the really yeah. thought right. that like seats 
you know, just the seats in a theater have to come from somewhere. Oh, yeah. Like, you think I'm it's just, just a part like, of the yeah, actual theater. Yeah, it's just like, yeah, that's oh just gosh. the theater, right? There's so many seating companies, mm-hmm. and you really need to go visit their booths because there's so many options. Like, you just got to try them all out. How padded do you want the back? Do you want a single motor that moves, you know, if you want luxury recliners, do you want the motor to be manual do you want it to actually be a motor do you yeah. want it to like Jeez. move the back of the seat and the leg of the seat at the same time or do you want what they call a dual motor where you can control your feet and then control your full on lazy boys give me the finest luxury seat oh <laughs> just they give have, me that company on. guys they have heated theater that's seats a game now. changer I wanted that, it I guess so I bad. I guess, yeah, I guess game. I shouldn't be surprised. But, I tried to I mean, ask. We'll, we're never going to get something like that here. So. I tried to ask no, the big boss. I can if keep we dreaming. Could, <laughs> I tried to ask the big boss if we could have him in the office for our desks. Recliners <laughs> yeah. that are our heated. Nice staples office chairs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just He's, have single theater seats yeah. and have heated. <laughs> right. Heated with the recliner. Yeah. He said no. No, I know. I'll still work on it. Well, okay. if if we start a Just petition and we riot in the office, right? <laughs> Go on I, strike. I thought like maybe we could test them out. You know, air quotes. <laughs> test out the product for the clients and and take them for ourselves. Yeah, and not give them to, to the clients. Well, wait. How else are we going to give good recommendations? True. Yeah. Dual you can't, motor. You can't, you can't do it on a whim. Yeah, you can't tell just based on like a five second sit down test. You gotta. You gotta do it for years. You gotta at least. Yeah, you gotta at least sit until until it molds and yes. fits your shape until and, you retire. Right. And then yeah. you give the recommendation. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Makes um, perfect sense. Then there was a company there, My Cinema. They're an alternative content company. Oh, yeah. They had yeah. were demoing this new virtual reality uh, racer technology there. So they would have these racing um, simulator pods that you could have in your theater. And um, this is like what simu- like racing, NASCAR racing simulation technology. Are they those like those big gyroscope looking things that like move you around? <laughs> sort of, but this is just... <laughs> How would that fit in a movie no, It's just because it's racing. It's just a seat with the pedals and the steering wheel. But it moves you, so like it it's, it's like VR, right? Yeah, it's VR, um, and it it steers, which is really common in video gaming. But this yeah. is yeah, is that supposed to be for like? But this Fast is actual ten where it, like no, it adds to the immersion. It's supposed to be a new racing league, so you could go and have and race and get your points and be on the leaderboard and then race other pl- locations with this Just technology those, and like, have tournaments. Game things before like the little arcade yeah. section a movie. of yeah, a movie but, theater. This is not your kid's arcade. This is like, like I'm not going to put in 50 cents and play no, it. No, you're going to spend like 20 bucks and have a actual NASCAR sim- simulation. Like this is the Just actual. Just like in a, like in the lobby of a theater? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was before a movie. No, okay. Yeah, I was I was I was thinking sorry, like is guys. this like a 4D type thing where No, this is like <laughs> total you put the virtual reality headset on, you get I was right. the, the, the wheel. Is now. And uh, Okay and do it that so i raced i did it um but not very well and not very very long because it gave me motion sickness (laughs) i got out and i'm like i need to be done (laughs) i feel like crashed like four times and i'm like i'm good because every time i crashed it would be like you would feel it it would let you know you messed (laughs) up let me know that's crazy and my cinema's doing that yeah wow yeah so um we've been working with them recently for right. putting stuff onto our side but i didn't think maybe we they can get a little that maybe we can get a complimentary one for the office yeah, <laughs> yeah on top of the theater right. seats <laughs> there's only all this free um, stuff you're listening out there there was only that demo station and one other 
um, in existence. It's this really? is like brand Jeez. new technology. So yeah. they're just testing it out then. They are, but maybe they'll fix the motion sickness part. I told him that they needed to have misters and some like wind blowing <laughs> in my face. You need to roll phone. down, the, push the roll down window button. <laughs> yeah. and Put my like, fingers. They on have the those. They have those in NASCARs, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they have roll down windows, <laughs> automatics. <laughs> oh. I am so weak when it comes to that. I was just like a few jolts and I'm like, I'm going to throw up right here. Yeah, it's a little. In your demo. That's that's pretty cool, actually. Yeah, I it sounds cool. There I didn't some... expect them to go to that. I always forget about the trade show, you know. Right. People hear about CinemaCon and it's all about the studio's presentations and the this big stars. But then there's this whole other thing that's right. like yeah. the more business side of the of yeah, the theater. and it's essential. Like you need to go and research mm-hmm. the latest mm-hmm. equipment, the latest like. So does that practices. mean there's like is there like projectors there? Yeah. Is there like there was you know, NEC, Christie, all you know, all the ma- major projector all the big ma- guys. manufacturers were yeah. there showing off their server systems, showing off the latest in theater management systems. Um, a lot of new tech companies come, you know. We can do your website and get you a, an app. That sort of thing yeah. are all mm-hmm. represented there. Well, I got so. a bunch of emails from them. <laughs> from a lot of them. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that that was good. That was CinemaCon. There was um, several studio presentations. I I got to go to some, not all, because my schedule gets really busy when I go. Because those dinners. All those dinners, those drinks. Yep, you have to get drunk <laughs> with the clients. I, <laughs> yeah, that's, a, that's <laughs> true. It's an unspoken rule. Right. And the film company people. Right, and film company people. I can't be like, oh, sorry, I've got to go see this presentation. Too bad you couldn't get drunk with like Tiffany Haddish or something. Oh, my gosh. She that would be amazing. too intimidating you for me. Walk by that would be Tiffany she Haddish, She walked though, by right? me, and she was like mere feet away, and the inner there was like, a gust of wind. starstruck part of me was like, <laughs> Tiffany! Tiffany, I'm here. But I didn't. It's out, me. Outwardly, I was just calm and cool. Like I know her. Yeah. <laughs> like On the in, outside, like inside just out. Like be it was like cool. cool. <laughs> yeah. Be like inside out, where like you're sitting there all calm, cool, and collected, and it zooms into your head, and it's just like chaos. And yeah. Like oh my god. Yeah, they were it's all her. freaking out up there. <laughs> oh my gosh, she's amazing. She's so funny, and she has so much personality in real yeah. life. She she's never disappointed me. She's been there. She was there this year with Kevin Hart and did some. And did a little skit on stage, and she was there last year, and she's just not been disappointed at all. Yeah. So, um, well, we'll get into it real quick. Yeah, yeah we're probably. About, I mean, there's a lot of stuff there, so, so we're probably going to spend a majority of our time on a few from each of the company yeah. or the studios, and then just Cody I'm will kind of gloss over <laughs> quite a bit of this. Because I mean, it's all kind of the same. The show footage. Yeah. It's, it's cool. So the uh, basic, yeah. um, the basic kind of like. Yeah, what's process. the structure layout yeah. kind of of thing. a presentation is um, it, whatever film company it is, whether it's Disney, Warner's, Universal, they usually have an executive come out and talk about their last year in a review. So we made this much money domestically, this much money internationally. Ooh, These were our big uh-huh. films. We couldn't have done it without our partners in <laughs> exhibition. Um, and oh, yeah, so, and thanks, theaters. Because yeah, they, they, they think about them all the time. Yeah. So after they, you know, do the um, patting themselves on the back over their amazing year, then they present um, footage for their upcoming slate. Usually it's mostly summer stuff, but sometimes when they have big films on the horizon, they'll tease, make teases for those. So um, it's usually either extended trailers, first looks, behind the scenes, or sometimes you get like whole scenes or a whole movie. Like with Lionsgate, Lionsgate did with the launch shot. Yeah. 
So you don't quite know. Sometimes they bring out stars or directors or creatives or other executives. Um, and then some companies don't like Disney didn't bring anybody out, but that's okay. They had a lot of, they have big movies and you get to see a little bit of the footage. Yeah. So it's a mixed bag of stuff, but it, it does get you excited about the upcoming product. It invigorates you a little bit, gets you thinking oh, about sure. stuff. So I think it's always well worth the, yeah. the show of it. And you weren't, you were not able to go to STX and what? Um, I was not able to see STX and Paramount. Paramount, that's right. So, Paramount was the last one, right? Uh, Lionsgate. Lionsgate, okay. So, and that one you missed half of because the first of, half was yeah. Launch Shot's premiere. Right. And okay. I had to. I missed the second half of the Launch Shot movie. Yeah. Um. So the first one I hit was Tuesday because morning um no, tuesday afternoon was warner's days that, oh my gosh the days just all blend together mm-hmm. um and the warner's uh was pretty good they had a lot of content which warner's always has a lot of content but mm-hmm. the big things that came out of the warner's was um the joker footage they yeah. todd phillips came out talked about the joker movie talked about w- what it is and what it isn't mm-hmm. um and basically brought an ex- the first look clip of the Joker. Yeah, yeah cuz I mean that teaser dropped early this week, Monday or the day Tuesday, after Tuesday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Wednesday, yeah, Wednesday yeah. morning. Yeah, it dropped Wednesday and the people, poster people were the loving day it. Right. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, the poster oh and gosh. from that poster I was like, yeah, I absolutely get the tone of this. I love it. And then the teaser dropped and everybody was going crazy. It changed for my it. tune about the movie. Now I'm more interested right. than I, I ever was. I shot you guys a quick email my write-up thoughts on it really quick like at 11 o'clock at night when I finally made back to my room (laughs) um and I said this is intimate it's simple it is close like you are close to this person Mm you're seeing their downward spiral into insanity and they're not a stable person to begin with there's something off about him at the start like comparisons to taxi driver and stuff which make perfect sense based off that teaser and you just watch him through events and his own, you know, like chaos and cracking in his mind, just downward spiral into insanity. At least he has his mom there. But you, it's, I don't think it helps. Like <laughs> no. it's oh, not. God, no. This There's is a, a creepy kind of codependent yeah, relationship. Relationship. He's unable, I think, to properly like have emotional bonds with people. Oh, mm-hmm. Um, but. Joaquin Phoenix is the perfect casting for this. So you knew when he came That's on true. board that mm-hmm. I was he like, was okay, gonna... there is some legitimacy here. Yeah. yeah, and this is he saw something in the script. It's crazy and I can that see it, now. it's crazy that it's a Joker. If he mm-hmm. didn't wear makeup, yeah. you no, would it doesn't just have to be about the no. Joker, it would. Know? It's just about a person whose insanity is taking over. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and well, the... Mark Maron, he's he. I think he's in the movie, and he described yes. it as a character study of a mentally ill person. Yeah, or it like really a tragic. You know, one bad day, like Kyle said earlier. Right, um, and it's just I was really blown away by the simplicity of the footage and the intimacy in it. Like, you really feel like an observer. Yeah. In this darkness, I mean, and... in the teaser, there was a couple shots of like. Like from behind his sickly yeah. kind of bony body, body. yeah, yeah that's like contorted almost. Or he, you look like he's physically in pain, like he just can't control the the demons anymore, yeah. and they're like coming it's out. So of his... dark, like everybody's like, we want our heroes, our movies dark and gritty, and but it's this like, is like, I mean, I guess you can say it's dark and gritty, but it's just like disturbing. brutally honest, like, right. yeah, yeah. This is very realistic. Very watching that teaser, I was like. 
uh, yeah, I don't know. Nothing about this would makes you say superhero movie or no, you know, villain movie. It honestly no, doesn't feel like a comic book movie. It just feels like any yeah. sort of and I love not that. any sort of indie drama, but like on, on that scope of it being a character study and yeah if you can do and we can see like from logan for instance that we can do character studies of comic book characters and even that one still had his comic booky things to it you know a guy has claws come out of his hands but this trail you know nothing about it not even the makeup you know it just looks like disturbing clown makeup yeah have the makeup till the very end of the trailer either so Mm -hmm. you get him just him as arthur the whole time. Yeah, I was. I loved every everything about that. So teaser. that yeah, was definitely I, switched my tune. I was just so shocked. My mouth was open the whole time. I was <laughs> jaw wow. on the floor. Like, what did I just witness here? <laughs> I think that, that so sounded like the same away. reaction from everyone that was with you. Oh, yeah, see? it was. We were all like, "What did I just see?" Like yeah. Academy Award winning performance. I swear. I'll call yeah, it so now. Something about this character has to be nominated. Wondering. This is. I was it's so blown away by this because like. Yes, again, it's a jo- it's the movie's literally called Joker. But I wonder how if people are gonna feel the need to compare it to the Heath Ledger Joker. I think they already oh, are. They're, yeah, like they're I'm, I'm, I'm sure they are, but like the the they're just so such different takes. Yeah, I don't if, know. if if they're so different in how I mean the Heath Ledger like, thing is, is needed. you know it's over ten years ago now at this point. I feel like there's been enough time where people can be like. Well, and they can just see this as like a new gener or a new decades Joker, and especially with Leto's performance, people are going to be like, "All right, we're ready for. We got over it now. Now we're ready for something." I feel new. like Heath Ledger's Joker was more of a master of chaos, and oh, yeah. oh he's like, just the he, embodiment of chaos. Yeah, pretty much. where this is, so, like the chaos, uh, like insanity taking over, mm-hmm. and this is way more of a human emotional study if you could take all of the chaos and madness that the joker unleashes on gotham in the dark knight yeah and just take all that and shrink it down put it inside his mind yeah that's kind of like what it is i think yeah more so so yeah i think they complement each other perfectly so oh it was amazing then they had um the whole cast adults and children from it chapter two oh that's on cool. stage with it so it, it was cool because they had kids that. next to their adult yeah. counterparts yeah. they talked a little about the kids picking who their person mm-hmm. was i remember that um and i think whoever my um James McAvoy. Oh, the main Bill. Bill. Yeah. I think his name is Bill. I think that one the got called kid. pretty well. Yeah. Um. So if they chose, they chose really well. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. Because I remember the casting was slowly being announced. Well, I remember we there. Yeah, there were like articles we were there. Like, wow, a lot of them were is... kind of humorous. It was like, who do you see playing the adult version yeah. of you? And you know. But a, like, a lot of got, it was yeah. very spot on. I thought. So oh. Seeing like the comparisons between the younger versions and the older versions must have been like really cool. It was. It was really. It was just fun to see a huge big cast there on stage too. Um, and then they showed some footage of It Chapter 2. I've Ugh. not seen the first It because, like I said, I don't, scary. I don't do horror. <laughs> it's scary. I wouldn't see it, it because it's really good. a little boy gets his arm ripped off and dies in the beginning. I just can't. Oh, yeah, he does. <laughs> so, yeah, he does. Yep. <laughs> so sensitive to that mm-hmm. as a mommy. So I can't, I, I have no desire to ever see that, but, um, Was I did this wa- footage like this or like that. <laughs> well, unlike when they debuted it, the first one mm-hmm. at CinemaCon, that footage, I closed my eyes and just had to listen to the horrible <laughs> music and sounds. Jeez, that sounds worse. Um, <laughs> I watched the, this and it wasn't as scary. It, 
it was okay. just more intense mm-hmm. yeah. because like you saw this build up you knew th- so jessica chastain's character comes back to her childhood home and beverly i think yeah yeah beverly. and um she's looking for her dad and he's not there he apparently has died and there's an old lady living in her she, and the old lady invites her in and Already she kind of goes and finds some stuff in her old room and it's already kind of weird and then you slowly start picking up on things that something's not right with this lady or mm-hmm. the situation. And by the end of the whole clip, you get this naked old lady attacking her. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it was it was weird and you, it was more of a buildup, but not necessarily super scary. Yeah. Well, I mean, detached from all the surrounding context, I'm sure. Yeah. But they have to give you something. Oh, it was still really good, though. I can yeah. see why so many people like the first one. It's just yeah. so I mean, well Like done. I said before, not only is it really scary for a lot of people, but even for the people who maybe aren't super scared by it, you can't deny that it's just a really well-made movie and you fall in right. love with the, the characters. The characters so, yeah, so for good. Sure. You're, along, you're along for the ride. I mean, on top of that, they had a impressive slate of horror movies as well. You mentioned I, that it's I feel all like, horror this year for yep. Warners. Yeah, they, I feel like it's the year of horror. Like this is going to be when horror I mean, movies horror's take been, over. Yeah, on the rise, but now it's like, oh my gosh. Yeah, they have I, One thing I forgot about was Doctor Sleep on there. That's yeah. going to be it's interesting. Like the sequel to The Shining. The Shining. And you fi- you have a young um oh I can't remember is Danny Torrance? Danny, yep. Oh, you yeah, played who, by Ewan McGregor. Yep. So we were both so, right. <laughs> so Danny from the original movie who plays the child is now older and yeah. he's an adult, but that scarring and that trauma has always followed yeah. has followed him. It's never left. For and sure. so he's just this functioning adult living with this trauma. Trying to. And now <laughs> it's come back to haunt him again. And Ewan McGregor looks fantastic in it. They they had more of he a behind the fantastic. scenes footage of that. They where they talked about it. They didn't have um too much too much. They didn't have an official trailer or anything. Yeah, right. But you got a taste of how it, it's gonna be. And I feel like it's got a feeling like it where it's up where the quality of the film is really good mm-hmm. and it's there and it's great acting and great characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It might not necessarily be super scary, but it'll be intense. Okay. I'm just wondering if it's going to be hard selling that this is kind of a sequel technically to Well, the book the came Shining. out like five or six years ago, maybe. Oh, really? It wasn't that... Oh, I thought it was longer ago. No, the book is recent. And when the book first came out, people were like, what? Like a sequel to The Shining? Yeah, but it, but it ended. Yeah. 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 And then when this thought. movie got announced, a lot of... Because, I mean, the book obviously wasn't as big as The Shining was. As so when this movie, movie was right. announced, people were like, what? They're making a sequel? Wait, what? It's based on a book? There's a book? Yeah. <laughs> so. Um, yeah, that'll also be interesting. Annabelle Comes Home, another yep. one in the Conjuring franchise. That trailer's pretty good. Yeah. It, it, I, I yeah, mean, okay. horror, horror trailers are very hard to make people interested in them, but I think this one's going to do well. Yeah, not too bad. Yeah. And then there's that curse of La Llorona, which yeah. they kill children. No, I don't want to She wants see your that. children. The tagline yeah. always makes me laugh. <laughs> um, so, yeah, there were some other films. Uh, Good Liar, Helen Mirren came out, spoke about that. There was Brought Blind- Down the House. Blinded by the Light, the cast and the director came out to speak on that because they, they were screening it later. Uh, they had Goldfinch footage i remember hearing about that a long time ago that's uh yeah. who's in that um baby driver guy right yeah ansel elgort ansel yes. elgort he plays the adult version of the child um so it starts out where there's a 10 year old boy and he's at the art gallery with his mother mm-hmm. and there's an explosion and he loses his mother and so then the Jeez. movie follows him into adulthood as he lives with the trauma of losing his mother in such a horrific way i wonder if that's a remake 
I think it's it's off a book. It's maybe maybe it's book. just like a classic novel or something. Yep. Or a celebrated novel. It. I think it is. Um, I might have to check out the book because watching that on screen, I teared up. I was like, no baby <laughs> should lose their mommy. <laughs> It's terrible. Just too Why do they easy do this? to get to you with that stuff? Like, oh my god! Or, or the movie's working. Yeah, yeah true. Or the no, movie's working. No, I just, <laughs> I don't, I don't know. <laughs> it's just so easy. Like, just stab me in the heart every time you do a mommy away from their babies. Well, on a lighter note, they showed some of the animated previews uh, they that they're gonna have coming up yeah so they have a bunch of titles in their warner animation that they're working on mm-hmm. um they're trying to bring old prop ips back so like tom and jerry yeah yeah space jam although that that's gonna be awesome with lebron james i mean but it's gonna be weird because it's bugs bunny and i i don't know like does yeah, bugs bunny even work for kids Is tom and jerry gonna work for they kids had a anymore? successful show on Cartoon Network not too long ago. Did they? Was yeah. it not too long ago, though? Or was, was it, it actually like 10 plus years ago? I'm yeah. pretty sure it came out four or five years ago. So I think I know what you're talking about. I feel like they've done several runs of like Looney Tunes stuff. Yeah. Oh, I mean, and for then, sure. It, it, Looney Tunes is in the same realm as like Scooby-Doo or... Right. Which, yeah. we'll, do. which we'll get into later. Like, it's just yeah. a timeless... Um, cartoon yeah. that just works no matter where you put it in right so they they are remaking scooby-doo i think the animation is very modern looking and yeah and they're calling it scoob so <laughs> that's clever actually dating like it um, scoob. yeah so there there's good stuff on the slate then we we went and saw universal yep universal had, panel yeah yeah universal had a great presentation their um, huge thing was Hobbs and Shaw, right? Oh my gosh! Yeah, <laughs> Dwayne Johnson, Jason Statham came on stage, did That's their little cool. back and forth. That's really cool. Those oh. guys are larger than life, literally. Yeah, they, literally. <laughs> and they are just they like their characters. The <laughs> like their characters are just like them in real life. Like the <laughs> they're just playing Jason themselves. Jason Statham is so kind of quiet and reserved, and more of like a brooding man. And yeah. and you know that um, Dwayne Johnson is just like in your face like mm-hmm. i'm here I'm <laughs> like you rock. need to be reminded <laughs> with how big he is um i'm successful <laughs> so they showed new hobbs and shaw an extended trailer and i this was by far the best one and they left a little piece of the story to unveil now which i th- thought was really smart so while the film might start out in london where they go to london to kind of go after um Yeah, Idris Elba and Shaw's sister, who had a run-in with Idris Elba's character. Is that Vanessa Kirby? Yes, Vanessa Kirby. Thank you. And um, so while they start there and go to London, they actually, through a series of events, have to end up in Hobbs's home, which is in the islands, Mm off-grid, with his mama and his brothers. (laughs) So it brings like a real family element into it. Nice. Fast and, and Furious just, does do that. And I just love Family. how he was like, I'm sorry, mama. Like, <laughs> damn right. You still call her mama. <laughs> I don't care how old you get. <laughs> so it was funny. It had amazing action in it. And I'm so, I that is going to be the best end to summer, I think. You know, just a big yeah, action that's movie. coming out in round August. Yeah, quite a bang. Yep. It's coming out. In- yeah, that's a smart move. That's a smart move by Universal to put it there. And then Tiffany Haddish, my favorite, and Kevin mm-hmm. Hart came out um, to talk about Secret Life of Pets too. And they pass around alcohol to everybody again. No, like they last year? they brought out live animal props. So <laughs> Tiffany Haddish had a little Shih Tzu dog, like her character Daisy. Aww. Kevin Hart had a bunny. Um, and I, I was texting um, 
my husband like notes on the thing and <laughs> he gets one text that's like bunny attack because that rabbit on Kevin Hart was like trying to crawl up his shoulder to get out and he's all like he was freaking out he's like i'm gonna throw this rabbit he does his kevin hart freak out oh he went sounds, off script right? you could tell he was just like <laughs> i think he was worried that rabbit was gonna pee on him i was like waiting for the oh, um, yeah. for it just to come for the out dribble. yeah, yeah. <laughs> bound to happen oh. That would have been really funny to see. Or poop on stage. He's so good at doing like <laughs> those loud nuggets. freakouts. Yeah, it was hilarious. Um, that Kevin Hart freakout. They didn't really show anything new footage-wide from Secret Life of Pets. Yeah, it they was just, had a lot of trailers. Yeah, probably because they did the whole character trailer. Right, approach. it was just more of like what you kind of already saw. So mm-hmm. the fun part was definitely them coming out. We saw Good Boys. We saw Dog's Journey. Dennis Quaid brought a dog, Peaches, out Dennis Quaid. To, to introduce that footage. It wasn't anything new that you hadn't already seen either, but it was fun to see Dennis Quaid. Did they show new footage of Good Boys? No, it was mostly just the extended. The red just, Band trailer. Yeah. Extended Red Band It wasn't trailer. even Red Band. Oh, it wasn't? Well, okay. Not really. No, it was hmm. pretty subdued compared to pretty much what you had seen before. Yeah. Um, Seth Rogen and Evan Peters did come out with the the three boys, the cast, yeah. and try to do like a little skit. And I just love Seth Rogen on stage. Like he, yeah, his laugh guy. is just so like it's contagious. It's just this funny chuckle that <laughs> everybody knows his laugh, and it's true and it's real. And he really does sound like yeah. that in real life. So that was kind of fun. No, um, he's one of the best for sure. Then they previewed Ma. I'm so trailer. excited that for Ma. So up. horror movie. Octavia Spencer yeah. has been playing like just the most gentle, like motherly figures yeah. for so long, I don't and know, now she's like a psycho. <laughs> yes, it's I so love it. great. She's unhinged. Yeah, yeah she's probably had <laughs> so never unhinged. had more fun with a role than this. And that's what she said. She's like, I just want to do something freaky. I want to do something that I've never oh, she was done there before. Talking about yeah, it? she oh. she came on stage. Oh, I would love to with the director. To her. Just who, talk about anything. Who directed her in the, the Help? Help? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Really? And he's yeah. Like, it's the director of the help. It's like wow. kind of southern guy. I did not know that. Reuniting with yeah. Octavia Spencer. For and they're and they're like we're a best friends. Type of movie. And I asked him. I was like, "Do you have anything that's different?" And he's like, "Well, let me tell you. Yeah. Welcome to Mars. Yeah. It's <laughs> my favorite thing. I can't stop saying that ever I since saw, I saw that trailer. I caught that trailer again when I was watching Pet Cemetery yesterday and. It, it, I just was laughing with my friends because yeah, we were like, just, "What is this?" And it just ratchets up like crazy. Yeah, it, it's one of those Blumhouse horror movies where they know like what they're making. Yeah. Like they know it's not gonna be like a a straight horror movie, but that's gonna be a little oh, bit more oh, enjoyable it's, of yeah. a horror movie. If that makes oh, sense. It's, it's kind of like a it's happy gonna be death funny. Day. Uh, I just hope she's victorious. She kills everybody, turns them into plaster models. It looks like that's what stashes them in her basement, do. and she just goes back to doing what she's doing. Anyway, oh that's cool gosh. that she got to you got she, that she got to talk about that. I would yeah. love to just she was listen to anything. Beautiful she talks dress, about. Yeah. and it was like a pink top, and it was really cute. <laughs> I love you see her so much. Yeah, she's one of the. Oh. She's also one of the best. Oh, she's yeah, absolutely one of the best. Right between Seth Rogen right and, and uh, Octavia Spencer. <laughs> then they had um, the the um, director and the cast of Little come out. Mm-hmm. Oh. And uh, Marseille Martin, who uh, is that plays the young girl version of yeah, the person Regina that... King's character. Is it Regina King? Regina Hall. Regina Hall. Regina Hall, yeah. It gets yeah. turned When she gets turned into a kid. Yeah. So um, apparently she, at 10 years old, had pitched this concept <laughs> for this film to Will Packer, who does um, Will Packer Productions, yeah. Girls Trip, all that mm-hmm. and um so she 
actually now is like the youngest person ever to have an executive producer credit because <laughs> this was her wow. idea. <laughs> yep. I wish I could just be in a room with a producer and pitch a story idea. Yeah. Come on. I know. How easy, <laughs> right? <laughs> well, I mean, if the movie unfortunately... Insulated Hollywood bubble. If the movie does flop, though, right. like people are going to be like, who do we blame this on? The 10-year-old or someone else? <laughs> or the adult that was like, that's a good idea. <laughs> yeah, or genius. Will Packer. <laughs> yeah. But that, that's pretty cool. It's pretty yeah, cool that, is, that I mean, it's people, cool little bit any of person can have an opportunity like that. Right. So um, that was kind of exciting. Then they, from, you know, DreamWorks now is is distributing through Universal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the latest DreamWorks title got... Uh, was there and featured and that's abominable mm-hmm. and um they did they show some footage it was the special effects weren't done yet because it's still pretty far out yeah but um they had uh posters there for it in the in the registration area and they were like fuzzy like <laughs> oh really with like a abominable snowman face sticking out like those little cardboard kids books with different yeah but they were like it was like feel. all f- super fuzzy so i thought that was clever and mm-hmm. cute and the movie looks super cute it just looks like a nice dreamworks like adventure yeah you know this girl goes on an adventure and finds like friendship and inner strength and all that stuff but yeah. super and, cute and, i'll be taking my son good, yeah. life, good life lessons yep uh they showed downton abbey which <laughs> over my head i have no idea i've never seen an episode so i guess people are excited i just thought the fans are excited i was excited yeah, to sure. see. I mean, downtown abbey fans yeah. are passionate i took I just right. when i took my mom to see uh uh mary poppins returns they had like that first teaser for it and she was yeah. like ah and she was <laughs> freaking out about it well, she's a fan of the show so it, it's definitely going to be targeting towards them i like to see maggie smith on camera again that True. was good yeah that's always a joy then they had a little teaser henry goulding emma thompson came out for last christmas this is a film that emma thompson wrote um oh, wow. you know because yeah, she's a writer know. and yeah, she yeah. she does do scripts and so she wrote the script for this film mm-hmm. uh amelia clark game of thrones is in it and uh she plays the love interest to henry goulding's character and she works as like an elf in this year-round christmas shop i love the so. idea of a year-round christmas shop <laughs> yeah, me too <laughs> it's like a dollar store like yeah, it's how, gotta be how are you still open so depressing right. <laughs> 11 months out of the year yeah um and then they had a quick thing about queen and slim which is going to be a very diverse uh black film that sounds that sounds like the most pretty, interesting one on right their pretty urban um so yeah that we'll have to just wait and see more stuff on that but that they you know they, did they have footage i'm sorry i they, didn't mean to they interrupt did, you yeah they did have a little footage um i don't have the the gal's name right in front of me but daniel Kalu- Kaluuya. Kaluuya. Oh my gosh! I told I just you the butchered name it. Ago. I know. Well, not ten minutes ago. <laughs> I just I butchered it. I'm sorry. No, I'm bad with names too. It's but okay. he um he's in it, and after a traffic stop that goes poorly, a a, pl- a white police officer is killed, and they go on the run. Him and his girlfriend, mm-hmm. and it just talks about like your legacy and trying to like maintain this love and this relationship when apparently your whole world is coming crashing down Jeez. so very intense very you know somewhat dark stuff yeah diverse <laughs> voice yeah. diverse cast so um that'll be that should be good but it'll pretty much play in certain areas yeah then, well yeah if it's as urban as you're saying like it some areas not in the u.s yeah. will be little towns yeah <laughs> too much and yeah, then, it's just not even an option and mm-hmm. then the whole universal thing ended on um cats which is comes out at christmas oh yeah 
Uh, they had a behind the scenes look, so they don't have any of the effects done because mm-hmm. they're going to do digital costuming over the actors. So it'll yeah, be that's weird. It'll I'm thinking Green Lantern, but cat suits. <laughs> Oh, I hope the not. The technology's gotten better. I'm sure it'll be better. <laughs> but it, it, essentially, that's what it is. It's Ryan yeah. Reynolds in a green suit that's digitally imposed. Yeah. Only they're cat suits, and it's Jennifer Hudson and <laughs> and uh, Taylor Swift. Well, yeah, the, oh, yeah, the cast is. It's power. Pretty, it's pr- yeah. pretty good cast. Like it has Idris Elba and Sarian McKellen. I think it's Tom yeah. Hooper. Judy Dench is in it, right? The director of like Lame Is yeah. and. The King's Speech. That's a good point. You know, he's, he's he's a very talented oh, it, director. It's gonna so be good. Maybe I he just, could pull it off. Maybe not, a lot of people like to hate on him. But. I've never even seen Les Mis. Like I just don't do music. Big. It's a good movie. Musical. Yeah, films. I mean, there, it's it's hit and miss for people. But Jennifer Hudson came out and sang a song for oh, yeah, the she's movie. In it too. Oh my god, her voice is just so powerful and yeah. so beautiful. Mm-hmm. And when Unreal. somebody is that talented and has that special a gift, you're just blown away yeah, by yeah. it. Oh, yeah. oh my gosh, she was amazing. I mean, what will help about this movie is that they hired musically gifted people to be in it. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can make some arguments that some people from Les Mis don't have musical theater experience not all of them did not all of them <laughs> did but here they definitely everyone they cast is so far does so i yeah, mean it's a kind of that despite cats aspect. not being like a yeah. very big sell like at least they brought in talent to make it maybe a worthwhile watch we yeah, just they're, they're probably gonna the play that up you know gonna it's look. gonna be the whole like come see the, the biggest music you know singers of our time biggest musicians biggest musical right. theater talents. dressed up as cats yeah <laughs> that's just well, going to be the weird part is how is this technology going to make them look as the cats because right. like they're going to be when does that come out? rendering Christmas. fur on them this and... year yep okay. yeah it, it'll it be counter programming to star wars for sure yeah. <laughs> definitely kind of like what into the woods did a few years oh, ago i remember yeah. that then um the last presentation i made it to was disney's i was really more going not for the product but just to see how they were going to address the fox issue which is the big elephant in the room yeah and it did it directly and clearly right oh so directly (laughs) and so clearly no they are going to release some fox titles under the fox 20th century fox banner okay um so that that's good they're they are going to leave fox searchlight autonomous in of itself so um, that they have their slate and their yeah, staff I mean, is is fine. With their awards success, award season mm-hmm. success, they're their gonna, slates had. They probably don't want to mess with. No, they're going to say it's you do what you do well. Yeah. Yep. Um, and so they showed some Dark Phoenix footage and talked about Dark Phoenix. They showed Stuber footage, which was now, I what didn't is know that one. I, it is heard... Dave Batista and Kumal Nanjiani. 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 Thank oh, you. Really. And um, I love it Kumal, already. Kumal plays an uber driver and dave patista plays this like police officer and he gets in this uber and he's like we're going around getting guys today bad guys so <laughs> it just starts like that he's like okay and then they like then then the scene they kind of stop and these girls get in and he's like what is going on and he's like well you picked the carpool option these <laughs> are your other poolers <laughs> and and so it just is a nice juxtaposition of like overly masculine brawn and yeah, then this yeah. like more like feminine you know masculine kind of like what they're trying to say is like more weak. introverted right uh, quiet guy type yeah. beta beta yeah. guy thank you <laughs> as proper, they say proper beta. alpha male versus beta male <laughs> yeah, but yeah, yeah. they team up and it, it'll be like a buddy comedy so it looks it was funny i laughed out loud at it <laughs> i love dave bautista so much yeah 
And then yeah. they, um, he's he's really turned into a pretty darn good actor. You know, he ha- he understands his physicality, so he has yeah. a presence. Yeah. So his comedic timing, he can play it really dry because yeah. he lets his presence speak for himself. Mm-hmm. He where, does. Oh, at, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was gonna say, whereas The Rock is still in your face and like very extroverted. Dave no, Bautista is very outspoken on not on not liking being compared to like The Rock or yeah. to John Cena. You know these you know wrestlers who went on to become larger than life huge faces of blockbusters yeah. and Dave Bautista's right. is like I just want to make good movies with people that I respect and admire and, and he's also mm-hmm. aware about his acting capabilities like obviously like we've seen him growing as an actor but right. he's come out and said like he knows that he's not the best actor so he's picking the roles that yeah, suit his strengths you, best absolutely and you mm-hmm. can see that because you know, nobody's going to look at Drax or even his small role in Blade Runner 2049 and Which you know, I think say was that was a poor performance. Yeah. I think they're both great. Mm-hmm. I I love him. It Me is too. Nice, <laughs> it is nice to see a wrestler like Dave Bautista like, go into a different role like that. I mean, it's great seeing Cena and Rock doing these um, yeah, they have their shtick. Roles, they have their, their thing, shtick roles because you know? those are fun to do. Like That's why we go to their movies so much is right. because we like what they do. But it's also nice to see other guys that have come from a wrestling background mm-hmm. want to like go in a different route and not be the next yeah, he just wants to take it more rock. seriously it, just... it's appreciated right yeah. but he has his own i think drier sense of humor and oh, i yeah. really yes. appreciate that because coming from somebody that's so big and physical he doesn't have to do the slapstick he nope. doesn't he, he doesn't have to be larger than life no he can't he's more he, subtle he's already big Unless he can drags. command presence and, and he's not subtle <laughs> yeah I just, in a way yeah i know it's, yeah for sure i love it mm-hmm. so that was interesting footage because i thought for sure that would be something that maybe if they were going to put something on streaming yeah. might go to that so i liked i'm so glad it's going in theaters speaking well on, i just want to add this real quick yeah. it also looks like new mutants will be on their theater slate as well right that's what they i didn't was hearing. talk about it at all but they it, didn't even mention wasn't new there mutants. a schedule i, th- I read somewhere that like the release yes yeah, slate was I don't know if it was what, leaked or just what released. They, no, but it's what they did on there. What they did was they had these are our Disney on our slate this year, and then they're like, and now that we've had Fox, this is the Fox, and they put Fox up there. Oh, now Ad Astra was up there. Mm-hmm. New Mutants was up there, but they even said at the end of that, this could change. There's oh, a lot absolutely. of competing. Okay. Um, you know, like competing release dates. Mm-hmm. This could all change, and we're not gonna even we're not gonna talk about all the Fox it's features. Very, we're only big. gonna talk okay. about three. So they only talked about um, Dark Phoenix, which is July. This is the big last X Men movie coming yeah. up. Okay. They talked about um, Stuber, which is the comedy, and then they also showcased Ford versus Ferrari. That sounds really awesome. It yeah. was awesome i didn't know what to expect from it at all but it's christian bale it's matt damon it's so it's cars in the 60s i think like yeah the battle between the two of them um matt damon plays i can't remember his name something shelby and uh christian bale plays a driver and they're trying to create a car to do this race that can beat enzo ferrari yeah and um and so it's about how much money gets spent on it. It's about how fast it goes. Mm-hmm. It's about getting a guy that's down on his luck driving it. And that's not the nicest guy in the world, but he's the best driver. And yeah, it's uh, <laughs> there is a scene where the the descendant of Ford, the guy that owns the whole company, they're, the, he's getting into this prototype he spent millions of dollars on, right? <laughs> he's like, you want to take it for a spin? And then the guy is like, sure, and gets in. And Matt Damon is driving it. And he takes him around the track, like, 
going crazy and then he like flips it at the end spins it around <laughs> and the ford guy just starts crying like <laughs> oh my god and you don't know if it's happy tears sad tears scared thank tears. god i'm alive it's yeah, just more of like tears. oh my gosh <laughs> it was such a good yeah that was that was yeah. one of the biggest ones i was reading a bunch of uh, buzz people about. were raving about that trailer it was I can't so wait to good see it. well i mean you got matt damon and christian bale and mm-hmm. they're christian bale is such an amazing actor yeah. like he really is so good <laughs> yeah. and so different you can never see him play the same character twice nope, for sure and anything and and him and matt damon have great chemistry and play off each other really well so that that looked great this is the director of logan or that of logan right oh, is, i was just gonna ask yeah. uh, Lo, uh, uh james Somewhere. Mangold, Mangold. Yep. I, it might be. I'll have to double check on that. But if it is, though, that makes me even more curious mm-hmm. about it. So that they touched on those Fox titles, we'll um, get to see. I'm sure that that's going to develop over time. What what happens? With yeah, the once their streaming thing is more concrete, I'm sure. Yeah, then we'll I really think start they're seeing a lot changes. farther from it than maybe what everybody's assuming at this point. So the, yeah, that's kind of what I'm starting to think. Then they did their Disney slate. Um, going through it real quick they did not show anything from frozen 2 or star wars they mostly concentrated on summer product they showed um a scene from aladdin it's basically the scene from the time he rubs the lamp to uh when the musical number yeah the music through the musical number of you've never had a friend like me okay um then they showed some maleficent behind the scenes footage Mm -hmm. so if you're not familiar with the first one um this one still finds maleficent and aurora kind of living together in the woods um yet <laughs> roommates <laughs> their yeah yet their life is turned a little upside down when prince charming comes to Ooh. and wants to marry aurora so now she's thrust into this human family and how is maleficent going to fill in and then um and then the, there's the evil queen but you don't think it's maleficent <laughs> that weirdly sounds like one. shrek 2 <laughs> yeah kind of like shrek 2 that's then, so funny okay anyway <laughs> uh what else do they go over um they had some they had 14 minutes of footage from toy story 4 oh wow so it's the beginning of the film you Mm -hmm. find out what happens to bo peep why she's not there in later Mm -hmm. films so it starts off nine years ago when he is still andy's toy and they're doing this daring late night rescue (laughs) of an rc car (laughs) Um, and then it flash forwards to when he's now Bonnie's toy and it's Bonnie's first day of kindergarten and you find out how Forky is made <laughs> on Bonnie's first day of kindergarten. I cannot wait for Forky. I, I'm going to love that character. <laughs> well, I shouldn't tell you this, but Woody goes into the trash to get some pieces so that Bonnie can do an arts and crafts project on her first day. And she makes Forky as part mm-hmm. of that. Well, because he went to the trash got pieces new forky who just came alive keeps wanting to go into the trash so <laughs> so woody's keep trying to down and he's like where did he go and you can see him like dee, 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 ah, into the trash jeez that's so sad i love this character so much yeah this is where i belong yeah oh but God. he doesn't like fully have words and stuff you can see he develops his intellect over time oh, so yeah, i'm sure he's like awareness. a little infant toy. Yeah. yeah so the talking forky you get later is not who you get at the very beginning it's more of like just grunts and screams like caveman type but then you you do hear a little like trash ah. <laughs> Oh my god. So, oh, I'm going to so love out it there. I so love it. much. Yeah. Oh. 
That's oh, amazing. That was good. Uh, what else did they have? Oh, Avengers Endgame footage. It still all takes place in the, like the first 20 minutes. So if you've watched all the trailers, the footage we saw like fits into that scene right before Thor grabs Dawnbreaker and stares down Captain Marvel and is like, I like her. So you get the like pre-context before that. Just a few minutes, so... It just is all filling in the first 20 minute pieces of stuff. Anthony and Joe Russo were there. They did partake in a filmmaker's luncheon and they were on the panel. Um, and that included Olivia Wilde, um, Elizabeth Banks, and oh, I can't remember the guy that does Rocket Man. Oh, Dr. Fletcher. 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 Yes. Um, they were all on stage talking about just being filmmakers, what it was like to have your first film because Olivia Wilde, it, it, this is. Um, Book Smart is her new film. Right. Um, what it's like to have that first scene, that first test screening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then Anthony and Joe Russo talked about this film. They hadn't even gone to film school yet, but they made a movie. Mm-hmm. And then they took it to the Film Mart in New York to try to sell it. So they had a screening there. <laughs> and it was a weird, nonlinear, you know, yeah. like story. And so they were warned ahead of time hey, if it's really out there, people will leave because they're not there to enjoy the film. They're just there to sample product to buy yeah Yeah. so a lot of people walk out well they they walked out and then more people walked out and Mm. then like more people walked out and then there was like barely anybody left and i guess this like other famous director came was like or no he's not a famous director he does the uh um some film festival in utah not sundance but a different another one and he's like you should you should have this it was good you should have it in the other one apply for it he didn't even say it'll get in just yeah. apply for yeah. this other film festival and they're like okay and and he, they applied and get in so they got two screenings so they talked about that but how like <laughs> crushing crushing it was because everybody left and people walked out of that screening too. And now look where they are <laughs> yeah yeah really though, on top it's... of the world with the biggest movie ever made <laughs> yeah man crazy crazy way life can throw it yeah yeah, that's then, really cool. Though. I would have loved to have listened to that. It was it was pretty interesting. They, they talked about um, in Elizabeth Banks and Olivia Wilde's perspective of transitioning from being actors to directors. Mm-hmm. And oh, right. Does that give you a different perspective? And and Olivia Wilde's like, yeah, like you can always blame the director when it's something's <laughs> yeah. poor, but when you're the director, everybody blames you. And you know, mm-hmm. so it was just it was interesting to get them. They were very talkative. It was it was a good. Um, lunch panel that's to, awesome and uh so how did that work were they like up on stage eating while everyone's like no, eating in the seats, seats? no everybody ha- was sit down at tables they were up on stage just in chairs talking while everybody was so they were smelling the food and hearing the clank clink, of, clink, 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 yeah. clink yeah and then they were talking um, that would drive me nuts if i was up there if i was a director, I was a director. on the panel that, that would drive me nuts elizabeth banks is so outgoing she is such a big personality yeah. um yeah, she talked about Charlie's Angels. She talked about, um, like, casting Kristen Stewart. She talked about her other films. I would have uh, loved to hear what it, her what, what, she, uh, her casting of Kristen Stewart. She directed Pitch Perfect. Yeah. Two. Two Pitch and Perfect three. Two and three. Did she do three? I think she did three. What was, oh, okay. It was two, her first, her director. Yeah, her yeah that, was her, that was her, that was her no, first And time. it was solid. It was good. And she talked about that. She said it was really difficult because you inherit somebody else's casting. You inherit yeah. somebody <laughs> else's tone and feel, and mm-hmm. you have to live up to that. And as your first time, you could that, tell that was a struggle too. Yeah, it's not yeah. enviable, or uh, I don't envy that position. No, but she talked about in Kristen Stewart. She said casting is 
the big thing like the number oh, yeah. one big thing that the director does and um she put a lot of emphasis on it being an actress and director because it's important yeah and she's like i cast though for the role and she said i wanted to s- see Kristen stewart as an angel kick butt and i don't and she's like i don't think audiences are ready for this performance like they <laughs> they're not gonna expect this from her oh, yeah i think i think she's right too people still think of Kristen stewart as the twilight girl when really she's grown as an actress and yeah, yeah, it'd be no, really cool to great. see her do something like this. She's always been a great actress. It's just those I mean, yeah, stupid she's been movies gave her a... It's just the know, reputation. Exactly. So that was really cool. fun. And then we went... Um, then Lionsgate had their presentation, and, and uh, they did just a quick talk, and then they um, screened Long Shot. And I got to see the first half of the movie, and it was hilarious. And nice. Seth Rogen and Charlize Theron, like, you you kind of believe it. Like, yeah. I, that's the whole point of kind of one of the big points of the movie yeah you i mean that's like the tagline what's the tagline of the movie it's like that's the not point likely the but possible or, you yeah. know something like that oh okay but i want but in the, it could happen they talk it's that i think that works that whole idea of the lawn shot works for their relationship but also i think as you get through the movie and i don't know what happens in the other half of the movie but she is going to run for president she hasn't mm-hmm. made her declaration yet by the middle part of the movie she hadn't come out yet but that was the end goal and i wonder if like the lawn shot also goes to like her ambitions as well you know try to play to both uh roles yeah so yeah i'm that's kind of the feeling that i got from it so i'm sure that's the point of it as well in the movie but um alexander skarsgård isn't it and he plays the canadian like oh, prime I, minister yeah is he funny he like plays a justin trudeau type young <laughs> handsome yeah Does he trying, have wacky socks they uh they are always pictured together and like they play up for the cameras mm-hmm. but he he always is like a totally <laughs> canadian is a little bit of a, like a i would call him like a little dweeby yeah oh okay. on it. like he's handsome and suave but mm-hmm. still a little like do you want to go uh somewhere quiet eh yeah <laughs> and she you could just tell she's not into it at um, all but something about flarsky yeah, she likes that cuddly i mean yeah. it's come on seth rogan right well and they knew each other him. as children stupid people and yeah there's a really funny scene of uh, something really funny happens as kids <laughs> with them oh like a flashback of them as yeah because they were childhood friends right yeah or she, she was they like were his next crush door, wasn't she she was next door neighbors and she was older and she babysat him but she was like oh, three years oh, older yeah. so it was like a 16 year old and a 13 year old that's kind of weird <laughs> it is weird anyways i love that that's i really funny. want to see the ending i want to see how it ended up because you want them to make it mm-hmm. yeah that's got me more interested now and then that was CinemaCon, everybody that was your experience yes that's a lot of stuff and though that you're able all to the cover. life out of you it did. I am so tired. <laughs> yeah, we can, we she's can gonna tell. she's gonna crash right after we're done here. What are what else do we have to talk about? Uh, just this w- upcoming weekend, uh, yeah. Kyle saw an early show of Pet Cemetery. Oh yeah, because yeah. Us, we had already seen Shazam mm-hmm. and the yeah, and Shazam's the other it. big one. Shazam and Best of Enemies are yeah, the other two, are the, the other new releases. Was, but yeah, give us your quick spoiler free thoughts cemetery. on Pet Cemetery. Uh, it's a solid horror movie. I think it's definitely gonna be scaring a lot of people um it's also surprisingly well not surprisingly but it there's also a lot more character depth 
to this movie, I would say, like especially since there's a family yeah. aspect throughout the entire story, so they really need to make sure like there's intimate moments to where you really feel and root for these characters, and I think that has a great payoff to it. What's the best part of the movie, and what's the worst, best aspect and worst aspect of the movie? The best aspect, I think it's um, aesthetic. I think... Yeah. Um, it kind of has like a kind of just brutal look to it. Yeah, it does. And there's brutal like, shots and brutal action sequences as well, which are really good uh, too. But I think just the as, as uh, aesthetic to it is really what helps make the tone of this uh, mm-hmm. movie all the more worthwhile. Nice. And then the worst part, I guess um, the one criticism I have for it would be either it's pacing issues or just it feeling not completely fleshed out as it should yeah um it's kind of speed through yeah it feels like it at points it does feel like it's beat by beat uh copying off what the book does and i know there's some differences uh in this version from the book but still it does have those moments where it feels like it's kind of like a checklist type movie and it doesn't really take its time to flesh the story out even further but i think overall it's it's pretty solid and people can have a good time even as a even a casual so it's not as good as good it because everyone's going to compare it to it with this like rebirth of Stephen King movies. Yeah, I I would say it's probably the better one if you do want to make that comparison. But I think people will still have a good time with this. Nice. Hmm. And then so this weekend we have Pet Cemetery, Shazam, and Best Enemies. Yeah, yeah. Shazam's going to take it. Oh my gosh, I, I would say Shazam so. is so good. Yeah, I'm, I'm fi- I finally get to see it. I'm excited. Yeah, I can't wait to hear your thoughts on it. I I, yeah. I, th- I think you're going to have a blast. I've with never this seen one. Zachary Levi in anything. I don't think. What's he known for? He's so Chuck. good in this. I I know that show was a very popular show. I never watched it. He was um the voice of the prince in Tangled. And he was in Thor, I thought. Um, yeah, he played one of the three Gahoons or whatever their names are in uh, Thor 2. Because he replaced oh, yeah, the I other never, actor. I never, I never saw that movie. So. Well, that's fair. And he no, I'm excited. I, I love what I see of him in the trailer. Every time he goes like, it's like, what's up? I'm a superhero. <laughs> it's like, I love every, how he says that. It's crazy. He totally plays like a 14-year-old boy in a man's body. Like, yeah, yeah I'm excited. Very believable and not like off-putting at all Mm -hmm. like he's very heartfelt still in his portrayal you can tell ever since he got casted like he loves being this character like it just oozes out of the screen and people are gonna really latch on to that oh i'm excited to see how this like once general audiences and everybody can see this movie how it how like how people kind of see its place amongst dc movies or just you know yeah superhero movies in general yeah same here it's so same weird because you get this shazam which is so like family friendly plays <laughs> younger and then joker is so dark like Oof. joker I, I like you don't it, even want to take joker out of the closet that's mm-hmm. that's your dirty mm-hmm. secret in the closet <laughs> shazam is like in the living room entertaining your relatives <laughs> i like it though like they're definitely wanting to go in the direction of making these movies uh, so a little different. bit brighter and a little bit more well, just based on the character uh, what, what's the right tone, in tone. Yeah. yeah yeah exactly that too it's all about the character as well and how their tone relates to the movie's overall tone but I also like that they're willing to try some different stuff and just be their own yeah. each individual movies I think that's the way to go Yeah, mm-hmm. I do like the f- more fun tone of Shazam but it's I'm, I'm so impressed by the, the darker intimate side of what we're going to get with joker yeah and i'm sure birds of prey and you know um that movie's gonna suicide be squad are going to be somewhere in between yeah. i mean again it's just 
that they learn from their mistake. You don't take one overall aesthetic slash tone and apply it to everything. Yeah. It right. doesn't work. It only works for Disney. Yeah. And Marvel. <laughs> yeah. Somehow it only for works some for reason. Disney. But yeah. that's good though. That's that means that the studio isn't going to be another exactly. Disney type. And as like well. we talked about yeah. before, with James Gunn stuff, doing Guardians it's... and the Suicide Squad, I feel like hopefully in a perfect world you know people will just kind of come together and they'll it's be gonna like, yeah, kind of like marvel and down. dc yeah i totally agree with you i hope that you happens. know fan bases are just so just terrible sometimes yeah like just toxic and mm. echo chambers of just terrible stuff anger about it anything for some reason yeah it's like why do you care yeah. this much i enjoy this stuff too but it's also a movie it's <laughs> so weird because i always experience these things at CinemaCon, which is um, theater owners and managers. Yeah. And not, the... not fandoms. <laughs> nope. I mean, we all right. have fandoms our... Fandoms don't go to cinema con. Well, I have my fandoms. <laughs> I know what I'm there, like, excited mm-hmm. for sure. and hoping for, but I still appreciate everything that comes through there. Like, we yeah. love everything. Yeah. And so it's weird to be in such an, an accepting audience that's looking for just great product from any sorts. And... Then you see something, and then it goes out, and then the fandoms, like, attack it. And just you're in like, a... But it was fine. It was good. Yeah. yeah. I don't get it. So I, I definitely appreciate CinemaCon for that. I like going and being in a room with, where everybody's nice? just enthusiastic just enjoying about it. the movies. Yeah. Yeah, just, about anything. Like, they're whatever excited they to like. see whatever they can see. They're grateful to see it. Mm-hmm. They're appreciative of, that is, of it. I didn't really think about that. That's got to be a really nice just atmosphere. It is. Just, it's just it's what's supposed to be about celebration right. of the movies. And they even though it's probably you know, perfectly said through it, they're still and patting themselves on the back of it, all the billions they made. Mm-hmm. But yeah. <laughs> that part gets annoying. The movies are still celebrated. I feel like I feel like they have nothing else to say. Like they don't know what to say. Yeah. <laughs> so they're like, "We did good job. We did good job." <laughs> Walk up. We made a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for showing our products so we can make a lot of money. <laughs> it's all positioning. <laughs> Oh man! Yeah, well, well that's, that's thank pretty you. much all we've got. So. Yeah, oh my gosh. Thank, thank you for all your thoughts goodness, on this. This is over. So yeah, we got to end. Cody's gonna fall asleep if we keep going. Oh. Yeah, for sure. So <laughs> I'm so tired. Yeah, <laughs> go check out Shazam Pet Cemetery. Yeah. Best of Enemies, if that's your thing. Oh um, my gosh! And maybe we'll have write-ups and more tidbits <laughs> when I like wake up a little bit. I'll ha- tell the guys more stuff about CinemaCon maybe if it comes to me. I, don't I am know. having the hardest time thinking about <laughs> it. I mean, we were trying to talk about it earlier. I'm like, yeah. oh, yeah, and then this happened. And then a few minutes later, be like, oh, yeah, and then this happened. Just wakes up. Oh, yeah, and another thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so oh. ho- hopefully we'll have more rides for you up at silverscreeninsider.com yeah. as well as uh, you guys being able to capture all of those trailers that we're talking about mm-hmm. or reviews that we're talking about. It's all on there. Uh, so Kyle, check out Silver Screen Insider. Are you going to have a early review of Pet Cemetery? He's working on it. I'm working on it right now. Kay. Should be uploaded soon. Yay, you got to check out Kyle's Pet Cemetery review. Thank you. Nice. Okay. Nice. Take care, guys. Until next time. Goodbye.